Hi, this is Catherine Law Hedquist, and you're listening to Pam and Dawn. Hello and welcome to the special edition of Christmas Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Dawn Mack, and I'm here with my friend and colleague and co-host, Pam. Hey, Pam, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? (laughs) Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad to hear you're doing wonderful. I'm doing good as well. All right, we've got a great big show for you today. Today, Pam and I are excited to bring you our special interview with the beautiful and incredibly talented Catherine Lowe Hagwist. Catherine stars in the Hallmark Channel original movie, Jingle Around the Clock, which premieres Saturday, December 22nd at 8 Eastern, 7 Central. And we are so excited and honored to bring you our interview with Catherine Lowe Hagwist. Enjoy the show. Well, we'll go ahead and get started, um, and thank you again from myself for calling in. We really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. Happy to. Um, and we always like to start out with a fun question, and fun means many different things. Most of the time, interesting. Sometimes okay. funny. <laughs> okay. We would love to know who or what inspired you to become an actress. Oh, wow. Um I would say the person who had the most influence on me becoming an actress was my kindergarten teacher because I started reading when I was really little. And so by the time I got into kindergarten, I was able to to tell stories to the class. And so the teacher would let me read the story during story time. And I remember just the rush of having all the attention while I was reading the words. And then when I would turn the picture book around and everyone wanted to see, and I just thought, you know, it was just so great being able to, to tell the story. And so that was sort of where the roots were planted. And and um, my father's a United Church minister. And so I also saw when he would tell stories to the kids um, during that portion of the service, just how how stories could educate and stories could, could impart lessons and stories brought everyone's focus together. And I, I think those were the, the two influences that really got me interested in learning more about how that was done. I didn't think about it seriously as a career um, till, till I was much older because growing up in small towns in Canada, I didn't know any actors. Once I sort of made a, friends with some that that really sort of was the alignment of those early seeds planted and the the possibility for actually pursuing it well and that could have inspired you to become an author too i mean it's funny how life takes its turns and you you ended up in front of the camera yeah well it's interesting because i think the path that i found effective storytelling was really required was law i was i was seriously considering um, becoming a lawyer um, for a long time, and and I discovered that that is a common common story for many who become actors. That that the, the power of oratory um, is seen to be very very important in law, and uh, a lot of us tend to be headed in that direction. It's a, a thin line between arguing and storytelling. <laughs> so right. I think that's sort of <laughs> So I think that's uh, where what we share is common common DNA. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even when you're watching real life lawyers, you can't help but see how there's acting involved in it because they want to stress their point, and to do that, I think it takes a bit of acting to do it. So absolutely, there you go. absolutely. 
I think that's why there's well, so many legal dramas too, because it's you're seeing storytellers mm-hmm. telling the story as part of the plot, and I think that that's all very much intertwined and connected. Exactly. Yes, I totally agree with that. Now, with your successful career being on Supernatural, Once Upon a Time, I Zombie, um, Continuum, and that, and you've earned your 125th professional film and television acting credit. First of all, congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Um, you're welcome. You have founded Biz.net, which offers film, television, and theater books to industry professionals. Could you tell us a little bit more about what the, book, the books offer? Sure. Um, we started Biz Books uh, in 1996, and we were a bricks-and-mortar store in uh, the historic part of Vancouver called Gastown. And we, I had been very fortunate when I had started my career as an actor. I got involved in the Actors Union in BC and because I figured that's where the business was done, and if I was going to be spending time learning my craft as an actor, I should also find out as much as I could about the, the business side as well if I was going to claim the title of professional. So in doing that, I was given opportunities to travel on behalf of the union to, to other production centers, Los Angeles, New York, Toronto. And I became very aware of the fact that all of those cities had resources available to people who were curious about the industry and that those resources were affordable ways to, to learn about what might possibly become a career. And Vancouver didn't have that. And so in 1996, my husband and I opened this book. And then in 2010, uh, real estate prices being what they are, we discovered that more and more of our client-based customers were ordering books from us and we were mailing them out. And so we took a look at the numbers and decided that this, the, the evolution of the store was going to be online and on location. So currently, bizbooks.net serves uh, people in the film, television, and theater communities, and we ship all over the world. And uh, it's been really it was, a, it was a tough transition because you get so attached to a space and all the memories within it, but it's the, the, the time we've claimed back by not having to operate a space has allowed us to, to wildly expand our, our stock selection and to, to market to people all over the world and to, to attend more events that are in support of people who want to learn more about this. So we do a lot of teachers' conferences and um, theater openings and, and um, all sorts of things like that and it's been a really really great adventure we've met some wonderful people through it and uh and we hope that we've been able to provide people tools to get them involved in these creative industries as well well there are advantages to having brick and mortars but i tell you in this day and age that we live in the internet is the way to go if you know if you're going to market a business if you're going to have a business because it's so accessible and it just makes things so much easier and, and streamlined for across the board uh, for anything that you want to do. And, and of course, as you mentioned, um, just giving you the freedom to be able to do more outside of the box, you know, than being tied to a brick and mortar. So, and that's brilliant. It sounds like it served you very well and is, is very successful. Well, it's been really wonderful because it's been um, the ability to balance it while I'm shooting um, my husband and I are able to sort of divide up the, the the duties to get the orders filled and sent off to people or ordered, and it just it is has been really a great uh, way to get some balance back into all the things that we do. Well, speaking of shooting, you have played so many different characters throughout your career, <laughs> and 
And I just I love just the the type of character that you play in so many different roles. It's just so Thank strong you. and and um but of all the many different characters you have portrayed, which one would you say you can most closely relate to? Oh, most closely relate to. Um I like to think of myself as more like the fairy godmother on Once Upon a Time, but I think my husband might say I'm a little bit more like Nora in Continuum, <laughs> where I'm a, a little bit more focused and get a little bit uh, get a little bit more down to business all the time. But um, but yeah, I'm probably a hybrid between those two. I think there's there's things I love about both of those characters. It was really um, I had the opportunity to go to a fan convention in London. Um, because of of the fairy godmother character and and it was just such a treat to get to meet the community of fans there and to hear how they they've traveled to numerous cities to meet members of the cast and how meaningful our stories were to them some of them had serious illnesses and they found that they just found the escapism to once upon a time just gave them a reprieve from what was going on in their day-to-day lives and to to connect to to those stories being so meaningful to people who were having some challenges, I thought I was really grateful for that opportunity. So the fairy godmother, though not a huge role, is one of the most meaningful I've done for that reason. Um, Nora from Continuum was meaningful for another way, reason because I got to spend three seasons with her. And to to get to spend that sort of time watching what happens and developing a story that way was, was a really neat opportunity as well. So those those two I think I identify with both internally and externally. They were they were great rides to be on as well as just brought a lot of meaning to to me personally. Well you have a lot of fans and there are many fans of Hallmark movies and mysteries, uh Aurora <laughs> Tea Garden Mysteries a series. And you're going to be on one next year, uh, a clue to kill. What yes, do that's you the latest love one we've done about yeah, what do you love about doing these mysteries? Oh, well, these mysteries are fun for a number of reasons, chief among them being Candace Cameron Bure. She is so much mm-hmm. fun to work with, and she is so beloved by her, her, her cast and crew, and so going to work is like just showing up at the next installment of the party. She She's very focused and professional, but she also recognizes that we're here to have a good time and to bring people a good time, and so there's an atmosphere of fun and, and humor on the set. And uh, and you know that you're building something with a family that other families are going to enjoy. And I think that's a neat um, aspect. Not everything that I've worked on is, is suitable for, for the entire family to enjoy together. And it's really nice knowing that, that you're having that sort of feeling as you create something that can go forward in that way. And, uh, and yeah. you know, they've been very loyal. I'm working for Hallmark has been a real treat in that they they tend to really create a family and 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 take care of those of us who they bring in whether it's for a day or for repeated repeated episodes i've been really loving my time with the aurora tea garden mysteries and and it's fun to have you know started on one and have that character evolve into becoming part of the real murders club and getting to participate in solving this solving the mysteries has been a real a real fun fun aspect of the job yeah, and that's one of the things that Don and I love the most about Hallmark is that they are family-oriented movies and series that we can sit down and, you know, watch with our whole family. So mm-hmm. that makes a big difference. There's not a lot out there these days that, you know, anybody from any age can watch at the same time. 
So yeah. that's a plus. <laughs> it is, and it and it's nice too because you can you know when you, when people want to say, well, what have you been in? You know, it's nice to know that there's something safe that that you can say, oh, watch this, watch this. You'll have fun, and mm-hmm. you can watch whoever's mm-hmm. around and and just go for the ride and enjoy the storytelling. Exactly. Now, also next year, you'll be in two films, Endless and Love and Oatmeal. I'm yes. really curious about that love and oatmeal. <laughs> Are you able to tell us a little bit about them and your characters? Love and oatmeal is a story about uh, a challenging relationship between a brother and sister and, and sort of how they are navigating that for a variety of reasons. I play the um, the therapist of the sister, and so I, um, who's played by Lola Kirk. And so um, in in my relationship with her, I also have to have some encounters with her brother, played by Ben Platt, and and uh, and it's it's a story about how they navigate their their challenging relationship. Well, I'm looking forward to that one. What about Endless? Endless, I in Endless I play the mother of Alexandra Ship, who um, you may know from the X Men movies, and uh, she um, she and Nicholas Hamilton are in a relationship that uh, that is met with some tragedy. And as her mom, I'm trying to help her cope with the aftermath as they figure out how to deal with what has befallen them i'm i'm not sure exact i mean i know on imdb they give away a lot of the spoilers but i'm or not spoilers but plot points that but i'm i'm always very careful to try and not give away too much and so um but i'm very excited about it i i think that as an actor I, i got some really great opportunities to be challenged in this role and i'm really looking forward to seeing it it was a really great shoot we were all away on location which was also a different dynamic i was filming in the beautiful city of Kelowna, british columbia which is right in the heart of our wine country and uh and it was just a really neat uh opportunity to sort of be away with with everyone and to and to sort of meet up to work on our our takes on the story so it was really a great adventure and i'm really well, happy with what i've heard so far and seen so far so i'm really looking forward to that one being released it does sound very exciting. And and speaking of challenging roles, what would you consider the role that has challenged you the most as an actor? Oh, um, the role that has challenged me the most as an actor. I think the first episode of Continuum I did, I think we our first scene that I had uh, was sort of a four, almost a four-page monologue for me because I'm interrogating um, her. And that was, yes, I think that was probably one of my most challenging roles to do. It was a, it was a pretty major introductory scene and it kind of set the tone in terms of how we got along um, or didn't and uh, <laughs> initially. So that, yeah, I think that would be, I'm trying to think. I hmm, never had that question asked before. It was also kind of, you know, it was also kind of challenging. Here's another reason it was challenging because it was such an adversarial scene. Um, when I arrived on set, you know, you're always wanting to to sort of figure out the lay of the land and get to know um, 
the other actors, especially the actors for whom that is their their ongoing job. And so I was introduced to Rachel, but because of the way she works and because of the, the length of the scene and what we had to, to bring to that scene, she she very, very politely made it clear that we just, we, we wouldn't be able to talk until afterwards. And so it was kind of a strange tone to be set. I totally understood it, but it was sort of like the, the, it, it added a degree of, of anxiety to it just because you're like, oh, oh, okay, right. <laughs> it's not that she doesn't want to connect. It's that it's better for the role, but you always sort of wonder, is that going to, will it be okay on the other side? And, but yeah, she was just lovely, and, and we stayed in contact from from working on the show, and 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 it was great. But it was sort of like, oh, oh, right, we were supposed to not like each other at all for the first <laughs> first scene, so we better protect that. Well, and again, and I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna go look that up because I want to see you doing that. Um, only because I everything I've ever seen you do, you have such a strength of character that comes through on screen. And <laughs> I think you. to myself, that is the gutsiest lady ever. You know, I mean, just when I've seen you on Hallmark, I've seen you in other things. I mean, you bring you bring something to every role that just is just very powerful. It's very transcendent, and and I think it 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 can it's a great connector to the audience. That it's very oh, believable. Very yeah, and and so I just love when I know you're going to be on, especially on Hallmark. Cause I'm a huge fan. It's like, oh my gosh, I wonder what she's going to bring to this role. I wonder what she <laughs> what she's doing in this movie. Um, so yeah, and so speaking of which, um, which is kind of my segue into my next question, um, we are ecstatic to see you in Jingle or Around the Clock coming up on December 22nd. And what can you share with us about your character and the story without giving too much away? Well, in Jingle Around the Clock, um, I play a woman who runs an advertising agency, and one of my favorite employees, one of my protégés, is being given an opportunity to assist in a major campaign, but uh, that creates, obviously, some some challenges for her to navigate, given that Christmas is a busy time of the year, and she had some other plans. So um, I I, I love this role in that uh, it's portrays women as as mentor and mentee and collaborative and supportive, but also in the workplace we got to get stuff done. So uh, the, the story really revolves around how she's able to, to sort out making the priorities and, and deciding which direction she's going to go, given all the things pulling at her at a very busy time of the year. So. So, yeah. Well, and and I have to say, just from your description just then, I, you're going to be awesome in this. I can just <laughs> I can see it now how it's going to come through on screen. It's going to be great, and and I just love you in in that kind of role. Not to stereotype you, but you are so strong in what you bring to everything you do, and and I really think it, it's just such a good meld for the whole cast when you oh, can bring something you. like that and contribute. And so I I thoroughly enjoy seeing you on. I can't wait for this movie just to see, um, you know, how it's going to all play out and, and things of that nature. So it's, it should be a very good one from what I've seen of the previews. We had a lot of fun making it. Um, typically when we're doing, working on Christmas movies, it can, it can happen in July. The joke around Vancouver is, oh, we've just hit, um, you know, 100 degrees. And so therefore it's time to get out the wool sweaters so we can make a Christmas movie. And, and what yeah. was really fun about working on Jingle Around the Clock was that we were actually filming very close to uh, American Thanksgiving. 
so the the sort of holiday feeling was in the air just in general and then we were getting to sort of play up the fact that we were working on Christmas so it people were already had started their shopping and we'd be talking on breaks about holiday plans and it it was actually really festive to be working on something so festive so it was it was a particularly fun one to do because we weren't having to 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 generate holiday excitement we were already in the throes of it so well, speaking of festive, uh, before we wrap up, we would like to play a little five-question lightning round with you. It's all Christmas-related, um, and uh, it's just five questions. There's no wrong answers. just the first thing that comes to mind, um, and the, and it, there's no, you know, we call it a lightning round, but it can be as long as you want it to be, um, so uh, so if you're game, we'll play, and, and then we'll wrap this up and be good to go. Um, so the first question is favorite Christmas tradition. Hello? Did we lose? Oh, her call dropped. Oh. I'm sure she'll be calling right back. Yep, there we go. Oh. Hold on. I don't know what happened. We lost you. <laughs> I, I found my way back. I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> I was okay. like, oh, no. Uh, when, uh, I don't know. What, what did you hear last? Um, what I heard last was uh, talking about Jingle Around the Clock. Um, sorry, okay. I, every, everything started to go sideways okay. when I, I, I started to That's panic. Okay. To the phone and had, <laughs> oh, okay. It's no problem. I was saying that before we wrap up, we always like to play a five-question lightning round, um, and this is just all Christmas-related. We just have five questions about Christmas. You answer. There's no time limit. We just call it a lightning round because it just sounds good. Um, but <laughs> okay. It can be as long or as short as you want. There's no wrong answers. And and I asked you, I said, and if you're game, we'll play it. I never heard anything. And oh, then I, <laughs> You must have thought I ran away. It's like, no. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> that was the technology coming out, right? You just said, "No, I'm not playing." I click. <laughs> that was not. I on, that honestly was not what happened. But I am, and I'm very excited to play this game. Now I have to have really good answers just to make up for that. So. Oh, that's okay. And I'm, all right. So the first question is your favorite Christmas tradition. My favorite Christmas tradition, it, uh, there's certain movies that we watch every year. So um, it's a toss-up between watching my favorite Christmas movies, which um, involve uh, The Thin Man is one that my husband and I watch every year. As a family, we always watch The Muppet Christmas Carol and Scrooge and uh, Christmas Story. And my husband and I also really like The Ref because it's kind of a cheeky Christmas one. But uh, we, we added The Thin Man lately, which is a classic um, old movie um william powell and myrna loy and we just love that movie so we added that to our christmas so there's that and then uh, a christmas tradition from i was a child um is a specific kind of christmas cake from the corsicana um collins street bakery in corsicana texas and my uncle used to send us one mail order from um he was in jamaica and he would send it to our family in northern saskatchewan and we would get this box and we always knew the cake had come now my brother, who lives in Australia with his wife and, and their three boys, they now send us a, a, a cake from the Collins Street Bakery in Texas. It's sort of this weird triangulation of people and cake that uh, always 
marks the the real kickoff of the season for us when that cake arrives. And I love how that's kind of continued into adulthood. That was yeah, my brother picked it up. Yeah, that's really neat. Um, all right, your favorite Christmas song. I really like Carol of the Bells. I also mm-hmm. really um, I like the traditional ones, but I also find, um, and this is going to age me, but from the 80s there was a band called Frankie Goes to Hollywood, and they did a song called The Power of Love, and the video for that, they had a, a sort of a depiction of the nativity scene where um, Mary and Joseph are going across the desert, and that song always now identifies for me as a Christmas carol. Um, that one has it was sort of one that I came to, but Carol of the Bells is also another one. Yeah, that's very good choices. Very good choices indeed. Um, so you may have touched on this in the first question, but I'll ask anyway. Your favorite Christmas movie, if you could just narrow it down to one, if you could only pick one. I mean, it's hard to pick one this time of year. Oh, I think if I had to pick only one Christmas movie and that's the only one I could watch, it would be The Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. Hot toddy or hot chocolate? I have to go with hot toddy. I oh, yeah. Go hot toddy. Can't go wrong there. You can't. And as I, I'm Canadian, but I'm not a skier. But I, I do claim the title in apres ski. So hot mm-hmm. toddies feature prominently in that uh, pursuit. Nice roaring fire, big socks, a hot toddy. It's a perfect mm-hmm. afternoon. Yeah, that's right. All right, and last question, white lights or colored lights? Ooh, colored lights. I think colored lights. White lights are very, very crisp, but they seem a little cold, and I think that the colored lights just add a sense of warmth and diversity to the whole color scheme so I think that goes in general like I, I appreciate the aesthetic of monochromatic uh, decoration but I, I to me the the hodgepodge is kind of what says family so I like all the colors oh yeah I mean and um, I love both but I love both for different reasons you know white yeah. is very classic and and then when you're driving around looking at lights the colored lights are the attractor you know the white lights are gorgeous yeah. to look at but you know if you're driving through neighborhoods the the bright colored lights they draw your attention right away you know and um they're just beautiful to look at all the way around this whole year is time of year is just so magical anyway um from hallmark movies to christmas lights you can't go wrong (laughs) absolutely absolutely and thank you so much for your support of all our work i mean it really is so meaningful that you take the time to to chat with us about what we're doing and to and to support us in our efforts it means a lot to know that that we the long days we spend on set means something to people out there. So thank you so much for, for taking an interest and, and helping us spread the word about things that we create. Oh, you are so very welcome. We are we're honored to do it. And um and it's fun to watch, you know, especially when, you know, we've talked with you and we were watching Jingle all the way and it's a little bit surreal for Pam and I because we go, Oh my gosh, we interviewed her and you were just you've been such a delight to chat with and, and at the same time thinking, Wow, you know, we're watching her do this and and it's providing great entertainment. It's so family friendly what they do at Hallmark, as we were saying earlier. So thank you for what you do to bring oh. us great entertainment and great content. Well, thank you. 
And I have one last question for you before we let you go. And okay. if you're on social media, would you mind sharing that with our listeners? Oh, thank you. Yes, um, I can be found on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. And the handles are the same for all three. It's at the cat LH. Catherine Law Hegwist is a lot of letters, and they don't always show up yeah. the right, <laughs> in the right order for people. So we kept it really simple. So the cat L-H, and that's cat with a C, so T-H-E-C-A-T-L-H. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, and thank you again for taking the time to chat with us. We really, really appreciate it, and happy holidays to you and your family. Thank you. Happy holidays to you both, and all the very best to you and yours for 2019. May it be your best year yet. Thank you so very much. Thank you, and same to you. All right. Take care. Take care. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, guys, don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies. That's X-M-A-S-M-U-V-I-E-S. And also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget that's spelled M-U-V-I-E-S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.